Hello, welcome to the Tree Climbers podcast. My name is Levi Woodall, at underscore Trevi on Insta. If you're interested in checking me out on that, that's at underscore T-R-E-E-V-I. Yeah, so this podcast is aimed towards tree climbers, um, whether that be, you know, you're a working tree climber in the industry, or maybe you just like to recreational tree climb. Um, Something I hope to bring with this podcast is to bring you guys news, you know, about gear or events, expos, upcoming competitions, things like that, as well as I'd like to get some interviews from, you know, some well-known industry names and uh, hopefully some from some names maybe you're not too familiar with. Um, But yeah, let's just jump right into it. I guess I should start the first episode by kind of explaining who I am, uh, how I came up in tree climbing, and yeah, so (laughs) this is going to be basically a short segment of my life in the tree world. So, I am 27 years old. Um, I started tree work at the tail end of my 17th year around the sun. Uh, I lied to a tree company and told them I was 18 to get the job. Um, but yeah, I started out doing primarily line clearance work. Um, kind of worked my way up the ladder through a couple companies that I worked with and there and to the point, you know, I became <clears throat> foreman at a pretty young age. Um, about I think I was 21 when I became foreman. Um, But whilst working with a lot of these line clearance companies, um, there's a big market for quote unquote side work, which kind of introduced me to the residential world of tree tree work. And uh, it was pretty much, you know, every every weekend, sometimes even after work, it just it just depends. But like, I would be constantly doing side work to stack money. I didn't really have a, <laughs> a life, so uh, kind of paper chased and in my younger years a good bit. But in that, I found that I loved residential tree work so much more. So eventually, um, I went off and I, I quit doing line clearance. Um, uh, you know, shout out to you guys that do line clearance that might be listening to this. That is definitely a uh, very grueling side of the tree world that's actually really not talked about that much. Um, it, it's cool, but there's a there's a lot of like bureaucracy, you know, when it comes to contracts with the power company, things like that. You know, it just gets really sticky um, when you're trying to move up, or if you're a good production worker and you know you're looking for something more. And these companies are very big. Um, I'm just not <laughs> a big fan of uh, big companies in the tree world. My experience in the tree world uh, definitely shows that smaller companies care more. Um, I think that's across the board in every every line of work, but definitely in the tree world. Anyways, back on track. So I quit there, and uh, I went to work for a small residential outfit. Um, they're no longer in business, but... Uh, to be able to basically do what I was doing um, on the side 
full time it just it just felt right it was just you know there was no more of you know <laughs> classic saying in the in the line clearance industry is like clearance not appearance and honestly you were kind of shunned uh if you started down the path of actually caring about you know the arboriculture world and uh the correct practices to do stuff it was kind of i don't i don't really understand it <laughs> it's uh I don't know. It's just it's kind of a kind of a toxic environment for somebody who genuinely cares about tree work and plant health care or, you know, maybe even down the, you know, like rigging or just climbing practices in general. It just seems like there's a there's a rule of thumb. And if, if you stand out from the crowd, you, you're definitely shunned. Um, maybe it's not like that everywhere, but where where I was working, it definitely was. Um, I was definitely part of the minority of, of people that cared, you know, actually about <laughs> the trade and it wasn't just a, just a paycheck for me. Um, but worked with that company for a little bit and, uh, you know, they started to go south a little ways, but, um, kind of bounced around, you know, between a couple of different residential companies in my area, uh, pseudo contract climbing i guess you could say until i just um you know maybe i think it was a year year into that um i just made the jump and and i started my own business and i ran that business for for three years maybe a little over three years um but yeah uh in that i found a lot of success in the business side of tree work and all the stuff you know for years that I've been complaining about, you know, these companies were doing wrong or they wasn't treating their employees the right way. I was able to have my, you know, personal take on what I thought should be changed. And I was able to implement that. And because I own the business and, uh, worked, had, had two, two wonderful, wonderful employees that worked for me for, for years. And, uh, yeah, absolutely love those guys. Uh, I ended up selling the business uh, last year. I have a I have a son. He just he just turned four years old. Um, I a lot of people think that I sold my business because of you know the pandemic. And I I you know shout out to a lot of the business owners from the town that I'm from that lost their business because of the pandemic. Um, but that's that's not why I sold. Um, as you guys probably know, if you're, you know, in the working side of the people listening to this, uh, the tree industry actually, from what I've found, didn't really get affected by the pandemic as much as, you know, we originally thought was going to happen. In fact, when the, the pandemic first started, um, there was a big slow period in my business and uh me me and my couple employees we actually took a week off to just kind of like because the work was slow we had enough work but it but it was you know we were kind of skimming by with it and we just took a took a week off to kind of see where things were going to go and uh man i'm telling you by the end of that uh second week you know we went back to work after we took a week off but after that second week my calls just started to flood um, with 
people, I guess from, you know, being stuck at home and kind of finally walking out in their yard, you know, from their busy life and seeing, you know, that they need tree work done on top of, you know, a customer base that I'd built for, for three years, you know, my, my regular returning clients or, you know, through referrals through them. Um, and we were absolutely swamped. We, we, we almost couldn't keep up. There, there were some jobs I had to, I had to give away because, we were just swimming and work and it was actually uh it was a, it was a good problem to have but it was kind of stressful because the the volume like just the volume of calls you know that were happening and you know of course i was owner operator so <laughs> after you know we'd get done a job i'd have to run late into the night uh running around doing estimates every evening um and you know it was like that before the pandemic but not as much and we just seemed to be picking up more and more and it got to a point to where um i kind of looked at my son and me and me and his mother are separated but we co-parent but this was a week that he was with me and you know the time that i was spending with him I, i remember looking back in the back seat and and you know he had he had fell asleep because we were out driving around doing estimates and you know he was at that point he was asleep for the night and at that point I had made the conscious decision of you know he's not getting any younger he's only going to get older so in that you know I kind of started to put my ducks in a row and uh, I ended up selling my business um, which was good my employees you know went to the company that I sold out to um, it ended up not working out with them. They, they didn't, they didn't like working at the new place, but, um, in that I decided that I was going to delve into the world of full-time contract climbing, which is where I'm at now. Um, so in January, after, you know, working with the company I sold out to for a while, um, I decided to pack up and move down to Bethesda, Maryland, which is, you know, I'm, I'm right next to DC and, uh, kind of just, um, dip my toes in the water of contract climbing and see, see what it was about. And like, to my surprise, uh, I have a lot of, a lot of great friends now that I've made in the industry just through traveling around and contract climbing. And it's, uh, it's been a real blessing and it's, it's worked out for me. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing that since January, and uh, it's definitely definitely given me more time with my son, and you know it pays well, and I get to meet people that I wouldn't otherwise have met, you know, through the world of contract climbing and you know networking and talking to people, and you know I've been able to compete, you know, a lot more. Um, get out to expos it just kind of freed up a lot of my time um but yeah so that's uh that's a very (laughs) all over the place summarization of me and how i came up in the industry um as these episodes progress i'm sure i'll delve into more stories especially you know i'll have some people in here that i'm interviewing you know that's i've been friends with almost my entire career and you know we're going to get into some stories and and talk about 
funny stuff that happens or maybe some stuff that's just bullshit you know that <laughs> shouldn't have happened but uh yeah i'm hoping um this podcast does well and you know if you're listening bless you and you know just just keep looking out more from me um like i said you can follow me over um at instagram and uh i'm at underscore tree by that's at underscore t-r-e-e-b-i um you can follow me there i'm sure when i release a new episode i'll be posting it on there or you know my story i'm really addicted to uh you know the instagram story feature (laughs) i'm constantly uploading stories um along with posts as well but yeah i'm 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 an addict when it comes to instagram stories but yeah um hopefully you guys will follow me along hopefully i can bring you uh the most up-to-date news interesting interviews with people you know that i know from the industry and some pretty well-known names that that you guys know too um and yeah i'm just trying to basically set um a vibe for for what it feels like in the tree world or at least my my take on it and uh it's gonna be pretty cool to interview these people and have a back catalog of stuff that you can kind of sift through and pick and choose you know kind of what you want to listen to or you know just remember you know what it was like and you know i don't know it's it's uh i'm basically just daydreaming at this point but yeah thanks for listening and uh tune in next time thanks